And welcome back to another edition of the 2-Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Caputo, and let's get started. Going back to last week's games, I think the two best games really to highlight of last week's were the Sunday and Monday night games, which are the games that I highly anticipated to be good and I really pushed for for people to watch. And especially the Sunday night game, that did not disappoint. I mean, come on. 37-30, Green Bay, lights out. It was such a good game, just back and forth. Two future Hall of Famers, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, just battling out. and Just what an exciting football game. Uh, just Aaron Rodgers showing that the Packers and even himself looking like the old Aaron Rodgers, man. Just the... the team was just good even without Devontae Adams he he still found a way Alan Lazard just putting up 146 and a touchdown just did great you know he really stepped up a kid who was really an unknown this season Alan Lazard he stepped up to be the number one receiver for that game and Rodgers didn't skip a beat and it shows you that for Drew Brees and the Saints they really miss Michael Thomas that's a guy that they really need back yeah, it, was, it seems like the offense is just the only like a one-man show now with Alvin Kamara. He can only do so much. So they need to get that passing game back up with him, or else you know he, they're in trouble. Because without Michael Thomas, who really just seems like the whole offense runs through him, and Alvin Kamara is more of a second-hand show. Kamara stepped up and did great, but I mean he can only do so little because he's more. They, they utilize them both to run and the pass, and they need just a main pa- a receiver again. So it, that was just their biggest hole. But other than that, like, see, the Saints' offense still look good. Drew Brees look good. It's just that, that that's a killer to have your guy not be out, and they've just been struggling with Adam. They need to figure it out. Either one of these receivers, Emmanuel Sanders did good, but, I mean, he can only do so much too, and, you know, they just need to find someone either to step up for him or hope that he comes back soon, which he might, as rumor, he came back to practice today. So who knows? He might be able to come back this weekend. We'll find out. But the Monday night game also was, uh, honestly, it was it, the first half I thought was great, but then the second half was just Mahomes just showing the world that he still has MVP status in him. Man, he did great. You know, Mahomes throwing 385, man. 385 yards, and the Ravens, disappointing. I, I thought, you know, the biggest problem with them is they can beat the good teams, but they can't beat the elite teams. I don't know, Lamar Jackson, he'll show up in all those other games, but when he comes to, like, the highlight games, the, the, put him on the, the, the big Monday Night Football showcase, and he plays Pat Mahomes, he just looked off. And okay, he was just trying too hard. A lot of his passes, I thought he was forcing them. And a lot of times, I felt if he just led his receiver, put a little air under the ball, he had at least two situations like that where if he put a little air under the ball, he would have touchdowns. But he kept just zipping them and forcing them in, and it just wasn't working. So going forward for there, Lamar Jackson, man. I mean, I'm not worried. It's their first loss. But still, like I just thought he should have played a much better game than the performance he gave us. I was just a little disappointed. I thought it'd be more of a kind of like how Sunday night's game was, but no. It's more of a the Kansas City Chiefs show. 
And it's going to continue to be like that. And I'll tell you, I was having this conversation with some of my friends. I said that the Kansas City Chiefs are the new New England Patriots. You know, they are going to be here for a very long time. And they're going to continue to dominate and run the league. And they're going to be making some more Super Bowl appearances. I guarantee you that. Now heading into week four. And we probably go there. Week four. The Thursday night game. Ah. Denver, New York. Come on, the Jets. Gase on the hot seat. Pretty much. I, 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 they got to get rid of him. It's done. Done. That's it. Famous. He's been terrible. Forget about it. He's been terrible for the Jets. Gase got to be done. I want to see what a fire him after week one. That, that's how bad they've been. Got to go. I mean, even uh, this is the one time. Like, Denver's really banged up, too. I hope, I'm praying that Denver wins. Just so they have a reason to fire Gates. Because if, if they win, they'll call him a genius. And they'll keep him for the rest of the season. But they they lose in certain season 0-4. I guarantee he gets fired the next day. You just can't continue with the way that team's going. Chicago, man. Sweet home. Chicago. I don't know how this team is 3-0 still. Even with Nick Foles, man. Nick Foles, the former Philly legend. Comes in. For Trubisky, and they win again, and they're 3-0. Unreal. That's going to be, with Indianapolis coming in, interesting game, interesting ball game. Who knows? Maybe the change of scenery of Nick Foles works out better for him. So we'll see what happens there. The Bears. Interesting now with Nick Foles. Look at that one. Uh, battle of the losers going on here. Bengals still looking for a win here. Got a tie last week in Philly. And Jacksonville still holding on in this uh, season with the Gardner Mishu coming off a terrible loss last week on Thursday night, embarrassing and rolled over by Miami. But I really hope Bengals can finally get a W here. I mean, they they definitely can pull it off. They've been close in most of their games. Just can't get over the next hump. So maybe Jacksonville is that chance. You know, this is a defense that gives up a lot of passing yards. So maybe Joe Burrow. Figures it out this week. I mean, T. Higgs coming up big last week, and maybe you add him to the mix. Extra receiver out there. Could work. Cleveland at Dallas. Another interesting game. Dallas, another team that just puts up a lot of points. Can't finish. You know, Cleveland, off to uh, back-to-back wins here. Can they make it three in a row? That's a game to look for. I think in this one, you either have a close game, or I think Dallas just pulls away. All depends on which Dallas shows up. The, the offensive one? Or if their defense finally shows up. Because it hasn't been showing up at all most of the season. New Orleans in Detroit. Another interesting one. New Orleans. Coming off a tough loss. But I think this is going to be a good rebound game for them. And they might. Might. Get back Michael Thomas. So who knows. We will have to see for that one. Seattle. Oh, this is a good one. Barn burner. Seattle looking to. Make it 4-0. And just add on to the crushing, crushing offensive led by Russell Wilson. Who continues that MVP status. Coming into this game with 14 passing touchdowns. Looking to add a few more. Maybe if he's lucky he can finish with 20 by the end he's done with this Miami team. Let's see what happens there. Los Angeles at Tampa Bay. Mm -mm -mm. Tampa Bay starting to click. 
it's starting to click for them. Los Angeles, banged up. Just got a lot of injuries. Chris Harris Jr. just went down now too for him. So, oh, I, I like Bucks in this one. They're starting to click. They did lose Chris Godwin for this one. But I think Brady and Mike Evans have been developing a nice relationship lately. They, they look good together. I think that's been his favorite target. So move over, Gronk. I think you got some competition coming forward. Baltimore's looking for a nice rebound game after an embarrassing Monday night loss. So they go in against Washington, who's already lost Chase Young. So it helps a little bit off that defensive line. So look for Baltimore to just come in and just look for any reason to just tear up Washington. It's going to be, I think, a massacre. I think Baltimore really rebounds good off this one. Arizona coming off their first loss as well. They're playing Carolina. This is another game where Arizona's going to look to uh, rebound off a disappointing loss against Detroit last week. And Carolina's coming off their first win, so look for them to try to build some momentum off that and try to embarrass Arizona as well. Minnesota, Justin Jefferson, the first-round pick, looking good last week. Took him two, three weeks, but he figured it out finally. Can he keep that momentum coming into week four against a disappointing Houston team this year? Might be Bill O'Brien's last season, too, if he continues what he's been doing with his stupid trades and his weird pickups. Team looks awful this year. <laughs> he's sure in the hot seat. If you're Deshaun Watson, you might be regretting signing that big contract. Because uh, it's going to be a while till we see Houston really look like the Houston has been the last two years. The New York Giants, embarrassing. I don't even know what to call them this year. You know you're a bad team. When they had gone in against a banged up 49ers. And I mean banged up 49ers. Just God awful. Let me read this to you. 49ers were missing starting quarterback, their first two running backs, their first two tight ends, a starting wide receiver, three cornerbacks, <laughs> four DNs, one linebacker, another two pair of wide receivers, and a center. So three wide receivers and a center as well. All together. It's just a massacre. And all the, just how do you have that many starters out and you still lose? You still lose. So if they can't beat a team that's banged up like that, how do you expect them to win in a game at all this season? And now they got Los Angeles. Aaron Donald's is going to eat them up. And I really don't want to watch this game because I just, it's going to be sad. There's going to be a lot more deaths in this game. Look for Los Angeles to get a, a, just a bone-crushing win against the Giants. New England at Kansas City. I'm excited for this one. I hope this one's on TV. This is probably going to be the best game at the 4 o'clock hour. You've got Cam Newton and the Patriots taking on Pat Mahomes and Chiefs. This is going to be another barn burner. I think this is going to be similar to what we saw for la last Sunday's game. This is what we wanted to see on Monday. I'm surprised this game isn't in primetime. This is probably the best game of the week, though, at 4 o'clock hour. I recommend this to be one of your games you watch here in week 4. This is probably, of looking at the list so far, the first game where I've been really intrigued. This is the game to watch. Might even be the game of the week, in my opinion. Look to watch that game. That's going to be fun. Buffalo, they're circling the wagon again. Going to Las Vegas this time. Take on the Raiders. Raiders got their first loss last week. And they're also starting to get banged up. Ruggs looks like he ain't going to play this weekend. And they also lost the other starting receiver, Edwards. He's out too. 
So, if you have Darren Waller on your fantasy team, that tight end probably going to get all the targets. Also, they're probably going to run heavy, too, with the running back. It's going to be a barn burner. Just, there Raiders. Not going to be there Raiders this weekend. Oh, no. Buffalo, Stefan Diggs, and Josh Johnson. Just going to tear it up. This is going to be tough to watch. Hope for Josh Jacobs for the Raiders to really step up this week. We'll see. And then this is the Sunday night game. Philly at San Francisco. Now, Philly's been struggling all season. Another team still looking for a win. Will they take advantage of what the Giants couldn't do a week ago of still a banged-up San Francisco team? Who knows? Normally, I would probably say yes for the Eagles, but the way they couldn't even beat a 0-2 Bengals the week before and tied them. I don't know what to expect from the Eagles anymore. I feel like that's all they do now recently is tie. And ties like kissing your sister. Not fun. Not fun at all. So who knows? San Francisco could finally figure it out again with all these injuries. They've just been figuring it out. I don't know. We'll see. It should be an interesting Sunday night game. And then the postponement game. Yes, there was the first COVID testing positive this season to affect some teams. Tennessee Titans have supposedly eight, last time I checked, eight players test positive for COVID. The problem is those guys are probably going to be signed on for at least the next two, three weeks. But the game has been postponed between them and Pittsburgh. But supposedly, we might begin the game anyway. They're thinking of having the game either Monday or Tuesday night. I purposely think they should have it Monday. Do double Monday night football again. Why not? Extra football. Probably have the game if they're smart. At the 7 o'clock hour. You know. Right before the uh, official Monday night game. We'll get to that in a second. Because you put it on Tuesday. The only problem I have with that is. That hurts both teams going into next week. Sh- even shorter week than they normally get. Than if you have a Monday night game. So that's going to be tough to do. But we'll see what the NFL comes up with. So they won't play Sunday. But... Hopefully Monday or Tuesday we'll get that game in. If not, maybe they'll figure it out some later in the season. I don't know, but I hope they're able to get some football in. Because one less football game for me, not good, man. I want as much football as I can get this year. And finally, the Monday night game. Atlanta versus Green Bay. What are the odds? Green Bay back-to-back primetime games. And they deserve the way they're playing this year. They're looking great. And hopefully, Devontae Adams is questionable. And now that they have a Monday night game, that gives them an extra day to possibly squeeze them in for a return. And what a better day to come back in the primetime game against a Falcons team who can not hold a lead. They get these high-scoring points, but then their defense just gives it all up. So can this finally be in primetime? Atlanta's time to shine. Will Dan Quinn survive another night? Or will he be officially in the hot seat just as Adam Gates is, and he will be out as well? Because I could see that if they lose and go 0-4. I can see Dan Quinn also getting fired this week. Because he's been on the hot seat since the last season when they wanted to fire him. But they still brought him back. So it'll be interesting to see what will happen right there. NFL Week 4 matchups. Hmm. My opinion, it's more of a mediocre week. I feel a lot of the games are more lopsided. You either have even matchups or just complete blowouts here, in my opinion. So if you're looking for a game really in particular to watch, I'd say New England-Kansas City, like I said before. That's probably the best game of the week. And if you're going for the either the Sunday or the Monday night game, 
I guess go for the Monday night game. Because I think even though I, I have Green Bay win this one on Monday night, I think Atlanta's still going to put up a lot of points. As long as Julio's healthy and he comes back this week, I think he's questionable too. So that gives him another day to possibly come back. I would like to see that. Julio versus Devontae Adams. Make it a much more exciting game. But even if they don't come back, look for Alan Lazard to make another splash this week. And look for Calvin Ridley to make a big splash as well this week for Atlanta. Proving that he's going to be the future after Julio leaves. Interesting, interesting, interesting. NFL Week 4 has a chance to be pretty good. But like I said, not an exciting week too much for me. I think coming up as the season goes on, we're going to get a few more better games. In the highlight going forward, we haven't seen Tua Tugavalua yet in Miami. I don't know if you consider that a good or a bad thing. Personally, I think it's a good thing because I don't think he's NFL ready yet. And Fitzpatrick, I still think, has some juice left over him. So Miami, I think should continue to go with him. And with experience is better than a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. Now, will we see him at some point this year? I think so. But it all depends. When's Fitzpatrick going to have another bad game? We thought we were hitting the panic button early before, but he survived. And he's been playing good ever since. And look for that Miles Gaskin kid on that team, too. Started the season as a third-string running back. He's worked his way up all the way to number one spot now. And he continues to make a kill. Another rookie I want to highlight real quick. T. Higgs. T. Higgs is doing really good too. Came up with two touchdowns last week. And his first game, pretty much as a starter, was the third third receiver. John Ross is hurt, so he came up. He came up with five passes, but two big touchdowns in the end zone. And you know that's going to be a pass-heavy team. So you got to see what happens going forward there. Can those three wide receivers pick it up? A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. Interesting, interesting. Look for big, heavy passing going forward. And Mixon, he's still disappointing me. I've been saying it for years that he's overrated. Not the greatest, not a top 10 running back that they rank him every year. The man is at best a top 15 back. But somehow this guy always squeezes his way into a low 10s rating every year. So far this year, I'll tell you, you look up his stats. Nothing I want to see. Not good at all. That's why I stay away from him in draft every season so far. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> he ain't impressing me whatsoever. Next week, tune into another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. As I will then do some rankings next week of some of the top players on offense and defense. Showing us who is good so far in the first few weeks of the NFL. So tune in for that. We'll be doing some top five lists. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, and different defensive positions. I haven't thought of my defensive positions yet. They'll probably do all of them, but I mean, just in case. I might leave out a few. I'm not sure, but we're definitely going to get through at least every position next week. That's the goal. So I got to do some big lists this weekend. So tune in next week for the list and the recap the weeks before. That's another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show coming at you. Lock on my laptop. I'm your host, Caputo. Tune in next week. Enjoy and watch some football for me this weekend. Have a good weekend. Stay safe.